you know, we're going to pop in for Monday. Mondays, y'all know we go to started. All right. I know there's always, you know, we ask the question. We set the topic. I know that we're going to go a little deeper into it, but, you know, we want to understand first things first. If we wanted, if if they wanted their friends, why would they be with us? You know what I mean? Like, that's the question. And our first question, we're going to do something different. We're really not going to attack the question right off. I want to ask y'all the first thing is, what what is a friend? Don't know, answer all at once, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> friends, take the floor. Yeah, so basically a friend... A friend is uh someone that has is usually someone that has your best interest in mind. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, obviously an enemy doesn't have your best interest in mind. A friend has your best interest in mind. So, you know what I'm saying? A a friend is someone that's gonna push you, encourage you, and help enable you to become the best version of yourself that you can be. You know what I'm saying? So a friend is for your good and not for your harm. Okay. Anybody else? Friend is someone uh, pretty much very similar to what Drastic said. It's accountability partner. Um, someone who's pushing you to be your greatest self, but that you've chosen for multiple different reasons to be in your space um, for the accountability, for the fun, for um, it's, it's just levels like you, you the agreement has many levels it's not someone like it's hard for me to explain what it is as much as as easy as it is for me to explain what it's not right yeah. so so many people call acquaintances french friends you know and people they've known like i've known people since a childhood but we don't know anything in depth of each other you know like I don't know them. They don't know me truly. How could that possibly be my friend? So I'm figuring, I would say that our, our friends are people we trust with everything, trust with all of our information and, 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 and trust with our vulnerability because we know that they have our best interests at heart and want us to be our greatest self. They're also people we trust to, uh, to give us them hard talks, to sharpen us. Thanks. Sharpen them. All right. So I guess that that would be my definition of a friend. Okay, Barry. I, I'm gonna go with they with, with mahogany and uh, drastic said because, you know, what I think about a friend, I can't always apply it to because I've called people my friends, but it seems like I I have a different standard for each of them, um, and not one consistent standard. So it's hard for me to sit there and define, like, say, well, this is my friend or what I think a friend is, and so. I'm going to hold judgment on this one until I actually kind of walk myself through this process, because I, I think that I'm going to redefine, I'm going to end up redefining what I see a friend is. Um, and what I, what I deem a friend is, is supposed to be. I mean, I'm doing it now. I mean, I'm actually doing that. I'm starting to look at that, that now and what I consider a friend and what I consider somebody as acquaintance and what that looks like for me. I mean, that's why we definitely have these talks so people could reevaluate, look at their lives and see what's, <coughs> still healthy and what's unhealthy and try to you know get closer to healthy so they can live quality of life but the next question i mean wait hold on angelique angelique says that 
a friend is someone that has your best interest in mind. They push you to be your best and they see the real in you and they know you. Okay. But I guess my question is before we know we're going to answer the questions that, but if we call everybody that, right, that's a, that's the standard of what, but then we call people that, that we say they're our friends, but we don't hold them to the same level of standard. So can we, then they wouldn't be your friend. That's why we, that's why it's important to define our time. But before we really get into something, deep, <clears throat> we're going to now discuss like what would be a romantic partner? <laughs> How we define that a spouse, a girlfriend, a boyfriend. I, I feel like a romantic partner is the same thing, except um, it's it's with a uh, in, uh, different level of intimacy attached. That's why your 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 uh, romantic partner should be a friend first and foremost. I I, I believe it's the same thing, just without um, without the restriction of intimacy, that level of intimacy, I should say. Okay. And I'm gonna just take it. I'm gonna just take it at the uh, base level of the words that's being used. Romantic partner, you know what I'm saying? I'd be a partner that you're engaged in romantic behavior with. You know what I'm saying? And romance can be, you know what I'm saying? The exchanging of gifts, the exchanging of flowers. You know what I'm saying? Dates, etc. Walks in the park. You know what I'm saying? Hikes on the trail. You know, so on and so forth. So, romantic partner is a partner that you're engaged in romantic activity with. Okay, Barry. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to co-sign those two and uh, I'm going to get on this train and stuff um, when it comes to it, because once again, um, I, I, I agree with them. I think it's a level of intimacy that you don't share with a friend. Um, but at the same token, this is such a fine line outside of the, you know, cause it's hard to describe outside the physical aspect of what that, what the differences is, because once again, that's, you know, you're supposed to trust your friend. You're supposed to be intimate, open with your friend, but you're intimate and open with your partner, your romantic partner. You just don't share, uh, physical relationship with your a uh, physical intimacy with your with your with your friend. Angelique, that's that's how you pronounce it, Angelique. It's Angelique. Yes, it's okay. It's okay. It's not okay, but we appreciate you correcting us. Yeah, we'll do better. Yes, thank you. Um, I agree. I would agree the same. Um, I think Barry hit the nail right on the head when he said, you know, like with your friends, you typically do the same thing, but there's a level of intimacy that you have with a romantic partner that you don't have with a friend. Um, but your romantic partner should be your friend. So, Facts. yeah. <laughs> now, now, now you hit bit of point with making. I mean that's that's a great observation. So somebody said something in the uh in the chat. Uh, yeah. Somebody did. I saw that one. Over here. Oh so oh a friend is so Galaxy Tab 8 is that LeVon? Yeah. <laughs> a friend is someone you trust and who trusts you tells you the truth even when you don't want to hear it. Well man's a partner is your friend with intimacy. Okay. And Lyric J, the one that's, I guess, underneath Mahogany as well. Romantic partner is someone who you've chosen as a safe space where you can be vulnerable comp confidently. Um, someone you trust to share your mental, physical, emotional being with. Oh, now that, okay, that's excellent. That's excellent. So 
So the next question we want to ask everybody is exactly what the topic is. If we have, if we're in a romantic partnership and somebody's friends with somebody that they can possibly date, and I'm saying that because, you know, there's so many varieties of ways to date out here, you know, like you can be gay, you can be straight, you can be, you know, transgender, you, there's so many ways to, to, to date. So based on the fact that you could date a person, but they happen to be your friend, why do we feel so insecure with somebody having a friend having a close relationship with our partner that they can possibly date, but they're not dating, they're dating us? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if I understood that question. That's the Will Smith and Tupac question. <laughs> okay, so what I'm saying. Jealousy. Lack of trust. Okay. Hello, Godmother. <laughs> Hello. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? So, I'm well too. I mean, I'm trying to clear it up. I'm trying to because when we write in this question, we wanted to be very mindful. We didn't want to just make it a, a, a heterosexual thing because we have too many people on our platform that has a variety of relationships. So we wanted to make sure we was clear. So if you're gay, you're dating, you're chill, you're cool with somebody, and obviously it must it seems to be harder because if you already grow up around a bunch of women and you like women, then you have a bunch of women friends, your partner can be insecure in multiple ways. Typically, when you're heterosexual, you got a couple of male friends or a couple of female friends. So when that closeness is there, why are people so why are people so afraid? <clears throat> of allowing that person to flourish and be close to that friend and why are they so insecure as if you're going to now date that person when y'all been friends for i don't know how how many years like why are you not securing your partnership i think you just answered it hmm? <laughs> you sure. the insecurity i mean uh when someone's oh. sure they're not worried about anyone else especially when it when when someone trusts their judgment when they know that they they chose correctly, they're not expecting their partner to do anything with anyone, whether it be someone that's around closely or someone who's distant. So that don't it, it's just a matter of that person's um, trust within their judgment and whether they have you know huge insecurity issues. I, I think the question is probably more or less on sign because it's a societal thing that that men and women or just people that are in relationships can't be close like that or you know the, the whatever societal norm and that it is a level of insecurity but it's also a level of 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 maturity that I think a lot of times we don't express in our relationships um it's we say we want to be mature about relationships but we see two we, we see a you know I mean I'll just be honest you know watching watching you two guys and saying that how does the world is it possible for you guys to be you know having what you got your history but then being as close as friends you guys are and saying oh there's nothing going on that's that's the immature mind that a lot of us possess at least for me that we've had to grow out of to say you know what we can look at relationships in a healthy way that two people man woman whatever ever that are not physically intimate can be close and actual friends and it not be anything else other than that I mean, I think part, I think using, uh, talking about the example that you used with uh, Jerry and Aziz, I think part of the reason that we can see that that's um, acceptable for them, you know what I mean, that they have a history, but now they're just platonic friends is the fact that they're not, um, 
secretive about it. You know what I'm saying? They, they've talked about that openly. So they're transparent about that situation, which, which makes it easier for them to be, you know, trustworthy and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I think you, you, you fall into um, troubled areas when people, when you find out information like that seven years later, uh, you know what I'm saying? Something crazy. But, you know, the fact that they put it on front line, like, yeah, we got a history, but we friends. And then, you know what I'm saying? You see the vibes, you see the chemistry and stuff like that. You know, they, they seem like legit platonic friends, you know what I'm saying? And they put and they put it out there openly. I mean, the thing is, too, like, yes, we are transparent and I do lead with that, especially when I meet new men. But that still doesn't take away from a person's insecurity because they still feel insecure regardless, because they know it. They, they may admire it. They may think it's the coolest thing ever. And when they're not really feeling me too heavy, it's like, wow, that's really cool that, you know, you're friends with this guy that you dated when you was a teenager and so on and so forth. But the insecurities start to roll in and they want to be like the only man in my life. And that's not what you ever signed up for because I always put it out there that I already, I'm friends with Aziz, you know? So it, it's, you know, we talk about this all the time, like everything sounds good, but what's happening in real time? You know what I mean? Like what's happening when you are feeling this girl who is who and who not only has this guy who's a friend, but he's a good looking guy. He is a smart guy. He has all these great attributes. And you're like, yeah, just friends. You know what I mean? Like it, it gets to this weird place. So, yes, it's good to admire from afar. But when you're in it, a lot of people don't really just see it for what it is. They're looking at, damn, like, how could I really measure up to that? Or how could she look at me the way she's looking at him? You know what I mean? I think it all depends on um, if a person is moving honorably or dishonorably. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things that you and Aziz have talked about in the past is you're not even going to choose a partner that, that doesn't seem cohesive, that it doesn't Absolutely. seem like mm -hmm. it would blend in with what you, the situation you already have. Mm -hmm. So any new partner that you engage with or you decide to date, he's got to get along with Aziz anyway. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's the foundation of, uh, of what you got, of the structure that you got going on. So, you know what I'm saying? Again, there's going to be a lot of transparency. There's not going to be a lot of secretiveness because whoever you bring around is going to be around you and Aziz anyway. Mm -hmm. But I think you said it drastic. It's, it's, it's also not only just the, the transparency aspects and stuff like that. It's that, is that having the type of people in your life that, that, that can't, that actually see the positive into it. Because if you want, if you really care about somebody, you want somebody, and this is a positive influence. Why would you want to push that person out of that person's life and be selfish because a lot of people do also look at, like Jerry said, like they, they look at the relationship, like I'm the only person that needs to be there when no, a healthy relationship. I can, I can get multiple things from multiple people. It doesn't it's have to be always yeah. um, from one individual and stuff like that. It just means simply that I've chosen to engage you in that place in this space. And that's, that's what I'm accountable to. A lot of times people haven't come forth with those, those honest to God motives about what's really going on. Like, you know, there's a possibility or what I've seen happen is that someone will be like, you know, this is my option B. So I'm, I'm, mm. I'm keeping this person as an option B just in case um, this, this doesn't work out. So I think that's, that's the, the transparency piece about all those are, are deeply important. Um, I think also, um, like you said, drastic, it has a lot to do with, um, it has a lot to do with not just the transparency, but the choosing, right? So if you choose someone, Jerry, who is not solid within themselves, usually people who aren't as uh, solid within self always think 
that someone else isn't as solid in self, right? Mm -hmm. No matter how they're showing up. So yeah, Aziz, they project. Aziz can be upstanding and all, all about the principles that he says and displays, but someone who isn't is not going to believe that that's truly him, no matter how much he shows up that way, yep. right? So as long as you're choosing someone who knows who they are, who is living everything that they're speaking, then they can believe that this is your friend. They can believe that he is as solid as he shows up and that he won't even move in that space because that's not who he is. Yeah, I agree. I think people do a lot of projecting and they think about what they would do. And, you know, people find it weird that two attractive people, like how could they not be intimate or how could they not have like, you know, you can be friends with somebody, still find them attractive and not, you know, be loving on them like that. You know what I mean? Like there's like a boundary, like, and, I, and, I, and, and, you know, Aziz and I are not going to wait until we're in relationships to say, oh, now we want to date each other. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that's not happening either. So I do think that people have this misconception that you could only really be friends if you're not truly, if the person not, is not their type or they're not as attracted to them, but it's, it goes, it goes, it goes beyond that. And people do project. They think that what would I do in that situation? That, that guy would probably be having sex with his friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? And not saying anything. So that's why they're looking at, it's like, there's no way that this guy has this, the, you know, the woman that I'm attracted to the way I'm attracted to around. And he's not trying to, he's not trying to hit like that doesn't make sense. Nope. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's just, let's just really just take a step back and look like it does deal with insecurities. It deals with a whole, a whole bunch of things that we can highlight. But the main thing is, is the belief that we, have control over what the other person does and doesn't do. Correct. Yeah. The point is a relationship is a faith. So as long as I want to be with you, let's say I wake up one day and I want to be with Jerry. Get an odd person out. That wouldn't be your choice. And the fact that we feel people are making choices, we now, you know, we now use guilt as a weapon. We now use, you know, you always wanted to be with this person. We now use our insecurities to keep people in, in line. But a commitment is just really the framework of a commitment is keeping your word and honoring your word. Nothing's stronger than your word. You get what I'm saying? So if you want to be with your friend, but you also, you just want to be with your coworker, or you want to be with some woman that walk, is walking down the street, or you want to be with some man that lives next door, that's always going to be your choice. A relationship is, lasts as long as your ability to want to be in it. And we sit back and think we are we have control. So we're like hamsters on a on a hamster wheel, believing that we are in control of what another person does or doesn't do. We forget free will, we forget choice. Yeah. They're gonna be around because they wanna be around. We only can make decisions based on other people's decisions. So we don't have control. That's the whole point of being in relationships. That's the whole point of being in friendships losing control and being vulnerable. And that's why so many people are scared to fully commit. That's why so many people stay in unhealthy relationships because the framework of an unhealthy relationship, there is a, a, a control that they feel that they do have control over because if a person cheated on me, and let's be honest, we all know people that stayed in relationships 20, 30 years and went through all the hardships, right? And wouldn't leave the relationship no matter what. Why? because it's a balance of power. If you cheated on me and now you gotta make it up to me, 
that's better than getting somebody new that's a clean slate that I still got to put in the work. So there's just so many reasons we do things. But why are we so fixated on somebody that treats our partner good? And why are we not happy that that person's treating our partner good? Yes, yeah, like, so I mean, go oh, ahead. my bad, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go yeah. ahead. All right, my apologies, but um, I guess what I, what I was gonna say is that that depends on it. It, it got to be based on the definitions that we came up with in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? We've established that a friend is someone that has your best interests in mind. You know what I'm saying? They 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 have good core values and principles that they operate by. You know what I'm saying? That's not always the case in every situation. Sometimes you have acquaintances that you know, as, as Mahogany said, that that might pretend to be friends. You know, you know, you understand what I'm saying? So you're dealing with different people. So like when we're talking about the people amongst this group, you know what I'm saying? We we got core values. We got principles. So obviously the people that we choose is going to have good core values, good principles. So that needs to be the foundation. You know what I'm saying? Once that's the foundation that you're a good person and you're choosing good people, you know what I'm saying? Now you're establishing, all right, if they already got a friendship with another good quality person, there's no reason to be insecure. You know what I'm saying? You 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 have faith and trust in, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in that person being who they've projected themselves to be. And the people that they chose, you know what I'm saying, is a reflection of who they are, you know what I'm saying? And most, I mean, you can't, you know, just like you said, you can't, um, you got no control of what people do or don't do, you know what I'm saying? But as far as I'm concerned, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you trust the, you trust the person freely. Mistrust is earned based on, you know what I'm saying, them doing something worthy of being mistrusted, you know? If they don't do anything worthy of being mistrusted, just trust them. I agree with you, um, drastic while also that's why during the, the process of getting to know people um i pay attention to who they interact with who they bring mm. into cipher you know what i mean because that will tell me a lot about you know um where they're at in their journey as far as acknowledging you know the real from the fake as well um i need to be able to trust your judgment the same way you're going to be able to trust my judgment so once we get past that and i know that i can trust your judgment um, it's, it's all faith-based at that point, what I'm worried about. I mean, I even heard, like, we, we, we discuss friends and they're like, okay, friendship also means that y'all don't have the same level of intimacy. But what happened if y'all were friends, I mean, y'all were intimate at some point and then y'all just decide to still be friends? Are y'all not friends anymore? Yeah, people tend to negate that, actually. <laughs> so that's yeah. why we have the problem where you having kids with somebody that you gave your all to y'all been in a relationship it does a relationship a romantic partnership it doesn't work out and y'all can't go back to being friends because a lot of us believe because we were intimate sexually we, there's no way we can be friends but to raise our children and to be in the best place of raising our children we have to have some level of friendship we have to remember why we started the relationship to begin with but we lose focus on that of that so we're nasty to each other we do a lot of things that hurt the relationship further just because we want to disconnect on a romantic level. But there's levels to it. So I wouldn't say friends, like Drastic can have a friend that he's, that they have a relationship where they actually sleep together while they're single. And they I, actually- I personally can't. No, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying, let's say <laughs> if that's the case. And, <laughs> and if- <laughs> making sure huh yeah. and if y'all get in a romantic partnership and you're still an honorable person that strongly believes in commitment and strongly believes in honoring that commitment it doesn't change 
doesn't change what you're going to do with the other person going forward. What changes that you're not going to be physically intimate anymore. But you're still going to be emotionally connected. You're still going to be emotionally intimate because that's what a friendship takes. Yeah. You're still going to be intimate with your friendship, your friend. That's like what I hit on a, a couple of weeks ago when we was talking about my, my ex-husband and I. We were friends first before mm -hmm. we got together. And then we have kids and we got married and got divorced. And it, it took a while for us to get back to the friendship level, but we got back to the friendship level. And people think that it is so strange that you guys are good friends. Like we talk about every everything our personal lives and everything. And people don't understand like, oh no, you guys got something going. There's no way that you guys can be divorced and be friends like that, but it's not true. We're friends. And you know, when he starts a relationship, he lets them know that I'm, I'm gonna be there. Definitely. When, if I start a relationship, they know that he's gonna be there because at the end of the day, we're family. And I gotta, we gotta show our kids that we're family, even though we're not together. And a lot of people find that very hard to understand. Very I think, hard. I think it's just, it's just a testament to the maturity that you're start that that you're displaying. Because once again, um, if you truly, I mean, like I said, you 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 brought it up. It's like like I said, you said, hey, this person is part of my life. This per I, I found value in this, and this is this means something to me. It's not just something I can toss away. And just think that I can just, you know, kill this relationship because if this, this person is important to me and they bring value and they add value to my life, why would I want to get rid of that? Yeah. But the point is, is that you also have to be able to tell people, like, listen, I'm not just going to discard discard people um, for the sake of, of a romantic relationship. No. In other words, you're going to need to be mature enough to understand that these people are part of my life, uh, whether they're male or female. And mm -hmm. that they were here and they're going to be here before you. And that's the way it is and stuff like that. But I don't have to hide these people. I think it's, mm -hmm. I think it's also the thing that I've had to learn and work through is that um, is not hiding my friends, especially the female friends that I have that are real female friends yeah. to my uh, mind, because I've just gotten into a romantic relationship with someone else. In other words, that's my insecurity because I don't think they're going to be able to handle it. And so mm -hmm. I also have to learn to work through that process myself and say, you know what, these are my friends. And if I call them my friends by the definition of what we use as friends, then they can't be hidden. It's unfair to them as well. Mm -hmm. well, I think it's a little um, bit of color you know, who, who aren't strong enough to handle what, what you bring to the table. Yeah, I was you know, gonna... that's the mistake that people make even when they get into a relationship with girlfriends, female friends, people who are female friends, they get into a relationship with a male and all of a sudden their girlfriend's going in the back burner. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's the same thing. So if, if you're going to be in a relationship, then everybody needs to be in there because now then the girlfriends are back when things aren't working out, when it should be that everybody is there together, meeting each other, learning each other. So in all of these relationships, everybody should be introduced to each other. And I'm not saying, no, you don't just, you don't spend your time with your significant other or somebody that you're trying to get to know, but then you still have to keep the, your other relationships in your life as well. You don't throw your children out because you've seen somebody else. So you have, to find, you have to find a balance. 
And I think to answer the question about why people get upset or it's an emotional thing, somebody could be lacking and they see the attention that you spend with your friend, but they want to be at that point too. And they don't realize that they're not, they're not at that point because this relationship is just starting. You all are still getting to know each other where I know my friend. And um, yeah, we have our back and forth, but I know that this person has my back and they know I have their back or we can talk about things and we are, as you would say, like-minded, we have the same goals and the same values where you're not there yet. And so since that person is not there, then their insecurities, like you, like was said earlier, their insecurities rise up and now, but they wanna instantly be in that place where you, where your friend is, and that's not gonna happen. That took years for you all to develop and if you're developing a different type of relationship, then you should, the person should know, well, it's gonna take time and take the emotion, emotional stuff out, out of the equation. And not saying that you can't be emotional, but logic has to come in at that point. That's definite. I mean, I heard everybody say, insecurity, insecurity, insecurity. How everybody said, if they was there before the relationship started, why are they not, you know, why are they not there when the relationship exists? But when we step, take a step back and look at what's being promoted on a regular basis is, your friend should understand. Yeah. That's what I hear all the time. Like, I your don't friend know. should understand you got a new man. Your friend should understand, like they always telling a friend they should understand. What I always hear is that's not insecurity. There's an entitlement. It's like, it's yeah. not insecurity. Like that's a person of the opposite sex. You need to really be focused on really, you really need to be focused on the person that you're trying to build a partnership with and your friends should understand. That has nothing to do with the insecurity. Your friends should just understand. It's an entitlement that that person should have. Go ahead, Chris. So that's what you Yay! think? I want to turn. I want to turn. It's such a lively group tonight. I love it. Um, so so I, will, I will say this is something I've been able to navigate pretty darn well. Um, this last relationship, it didn't come up much because of COVID and isolation and stuff. But uh, I have a lot of male friends that I love dearly. I manage those relationships. I'm very honest about the relationships. I tell my partner who's coming in, what the story is. And I'm transparent as well. I have friends that I have had sex with in the past that we decided to take a different course and we don't go there. Uh -huh. I've had friends where nothing has happened. Um, but because I feel secure, I can lead that relationship in that way. I answer all the questions, all the things, and I, we all get to hang out together. Sometimes we get to hang out apart, but I don't ever make it like weird. You know what I mean? So my partner, it's like, it's nobody that you can't be around. I want them to meet you. I want you guys to have your own friendship if it clicks and really fostering those relationships to kind of deal with that part. So in my most recent past relationship, some things that happen, I don't care if a guy has friends, uh, female or male. In fact, I encourage it. I love when men have friends, especially female. Um, because they usually have someone to bat stuff around with, right? Like getting a female perspective that they trust. And I really like that. Like, I don't want you just talking to men because men are going to tell you the same thing men are going to tell you. 
but I love my guy friends because they give me a different perspective the same way that I love my girlfriends that give me, you know, we, that I can collaborate with or, or we can share the same, but when it's not done in a transparent manner, I think that that's a big deal. I think that boundaries are a big deal. And I think that really being honest about the history is a big deal too. So if we're really talking about insecurity, yeah. insecurity is just kind of fear the unknown. I'm only insecure when I don't feel like I have the information that I need to feel secure. I'm only insecure when I have questions that aren't being answered. I'm insecure when it's happening behind my back or that um, you didn't tell me about this best friend that you had and then we're together for six months and all of a sudden you're texting up. every day and it's like, well, who the heck is this? Oh, well, it's my best friend from high school and you can't get mad. Like, but wait a minute. I wanted to know that a long time ago. So now it feels awkward. Now I feel like I'm in a position, you're in a position and that even on a subtle level, when trust is broken, trust is broken. I don't care how big or small it is. It only takes a tiny bit of, I love the seed of doubt. All it takes is a seed of doubt to, for things to start to conspire. And we all have vivid imaginations, but we've all had real life experience too. So nobody wants to be the fool. Nobody wants to be the, you know, the one that's getting played. And at the same time, you want to trust as much as you can while acknowledging that, yeah, people aren't always honest. They're not always going to tell you the truth. They're not always going to state intentions. Um, so I do think that it's, for some people, it's really difficult to navigate. I think I do it well, but I've, I, I've had complications at times too, because it's a, it's a little bit on the fragile side for a lot of people, I think. In, in the scenario you just described, wouldn't it be, it's not the person that's the insecurity, it's the dishonesty. So the main, the main focus is why, why, why do we project onto the person? Like why we make it about the person? Why do we make Which it person? about the friend or the girlfriend he was texting from high school or the friend he was texting from high school? It's why really do we make it about, about It should really be about the fact that it was lack of transparency. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the issue. So it's not but the, the person, it's the action. It's the action. That way, right? And mm -hmm. so the person becomes the focus only because they're, they're kind of who's got spotlighted, right? So it's like now you're focusing on the person because that's the easiest thing to do. And then later you go, what's the underlying issue here? I don't think you were being transparent. So now I trust you less. Definitely. But what happens is you, a lot of, a lot of people, and correct me if I'm wrong, because, you know, obviously I'm weird when people, we was just talking about how, like, um, Molly was just saying how she's close to the husband and that's weird. But guess what's weird? Exceptional. Exceptional is weird. People aren't used to exceptional. So when you, when you do exceptional things and when you ask everybody else to do exceptional things, you get put and clumped in this category that you're asking something that is unbelievable. You're asking something that can't be realistic or it's not reality even though you do it every day right it's not reality so what do we do we call it different i mean me and christine last week had a little back a little disagreement on preference what mm -hmm. do we say we start saying it's preference i still hold there that it's insecurity because in your same scenario you were saying transparency was key in my scenario i was saying i was being transparent mm -hmm. in your scenario you said you didn't want me to be transparent at that particular time because you wanted my undivided attention. But I was being transparent about what was, you know, getting my attention. You see what I'm saying? So it gets, it comes, it gets into this difficult place. But overall, do we respect the transparency or do we want what we want when we want it? And that's where the insecurity comes in because. Well, I think there 
are two almost separate issues. One is friendship. So the friends mm -hmm. I came with and having male best friends or female best friends in, in Mel's case. And then the other one is when we're out in public and you're like, that girl's butt's cute. And it's like, well, did we really need to say that? Like, it's not that I would care if you were transparent. Mm -hmm. I just, I think there's maybe like, for me, it's like, again, I, I'm going to stick to the preference because I'm like, I already know if I know you that you think her butt's cute and I know that you are distracted and it's probably going to piss me off and you're probably going to know that too because you know I want all your attention. So there, there would be that kind of that tension issue and we could be transparent maybe five minutes later when we leave the restaurant. <laughs> like, but you can't, but you can't always that? control when somebody's yeah, going to be honest. That? Yeah, you can't control uh -huh. when somebody, when you want somebody to be honest. Definitely. It's, like, it's like, like you say, like insecurity comes from the fear of the unknown, right? Definitely. Now you know he thinks homegirl's butt is cute. Like yeah. now you know you can move on from that. But I agree. you go, I, you I walk away wondering. I do agree with that. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it in the scenario, though, we have reason I brought it up is because in the scenario we was talking about how you shouldn't lose focus that your partner is your friend. Right. Yeah. You should never lose focus of that. So if if you're with your girlfriends and a guy that walks by is attractive, whether y'all talking about whatever y'all was talking about, one of the friends might, because it's, it's, it's fast paced. So you have to get it out at that particular time. So the friend's going to say, wow, he's gorgeous, right? And y'all yeah. might focus on that for a little while and then go back to your discussion. A male that's trying to connect with you and he puts the friendship first, he's going to have that same discussion with you. And that's when it becomes difficult. So that's mm -hmm. what we're saying. What part, of, what part of who we are is grounded in our principles and what part of who we are is trying to control the narrative at all times? Most, right. most of us in relationships, I, I take it back, some of us in relationships are always trying to control the narrative Definitely. and trying to control the other person. And that's the... Someone told me a long time ago and said, relationships are not, don't have uh, safety nets. They are what they are. And the truth of the matter is that people, you know, another person in the, in the relationship, on the other side of the relationship gets to make a choice. They get to make a choice every single day, whether they want to or not. And you can't control that person. You just have to put their faith in that that person is going to show up and be accountable every day that they say they're going to be a show up and be accountable. And that's all you can ever expect. And no matter what, insecurities or things that you project if anything the more you the more the more you project on them and the more stuff like that it it's going to guarantee that it's going to take that relationship apart i think if if anything that the takeaway i've already just gotten is that if we can ever learn the number one stop trying to control people but number two is that listen my friends are my friends and they're no threat to you because i'm gonna hold <laughs> i'm gonna hold fast to my word regardless of that but yeah me 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 and her had a relationship in the past. We decided as adults, and that's the other piece is that we're adults, not children, and then we're not we're not driven by our our own passions. That you know we we're talking to each other at ten o'clock at night, and I'm talking about that. No, we're just talking because we're friends. That we decided that we didn't that we were better as friends. But I'm in a relationship with you romantically. You have that attention because that's a choice I'm making. I'm an adult. Live with that. And the only say opposite side. If she's got male friends. That's what I have. That's she said. That's what it is. That's what it is. Anything else is just a lot of energy and time unwasted. That's wasted on trying to wonder if they're going to do something when they can do whatever they want to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. add, wait up. I just want to just clear something up. The funny thing is, it's the opposite. Kids do better with being friends with the opposite sex than adults do. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Adults <laughs> act like wisdom, like they're it's wild. Taboo, yeah. That's right. Friend, 
friendship is exactly like when you look at your kids, that's how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You see them just hanging out with a male friend playing video games and nothing. It's nothing more. We call them just ignorant. They don't know no better. No, how about they're pure and they understand their intentions? I think that goes into what Christine was talking about. Like the reason why kids are able to interact like that is because they have certain, Christine talked about boundaries and she also talked about transparency. You know what I'm saying? That Like that's mandated with, with children. Children got bedtimes. Children got times that they can't talk on the phone and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So if a, if, if a boy and a girl is playing video games together, at some point you got to go home. At some point you got to go to your room. At some point you're not allowed to talk on the phone. So this is where, as adults, you know what I'm saying, the the the, re, the way that you can minimize the insecurities is to make sure that those boundaries are respected and that transparency is, is apparent, you know what I'm saying? So, like, Aziz and Jerry, if, if Jerry was to get married, you know what I'm saying, and she got a husband now, it wouldn't be wise for Aziz to call Jerry 3 o'clock in the morning like, yo, I can't sleep, what you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Even though it might be innocent, her husband might not feel the same way about that, you know what I'm saying? But the like, yeah, but it, it is it is a feeling, and the thing is, is that it's not it's, it's boundaries. It's not even boundaries. It's your partner needs to know what your priorities are, and they need to know oh, that Aziz is a priority. So if he's calling me at three o'clock in the morning, it's not to ruffle any feathers. It's because he really needs something from me. So I know that if if I'm with my man or my husband in the bed and he's calling me, it's for something, and I'm gonna pick up the same way. I'm not calling his phone at four o'clock in the morning just because I can't sleep, and maybe I can't sleep because I have so much on my mind and. He's a, a person in my life that's, who's going to help me offset that. You know what I mean? And that's okay because he is a friend. So I do think that when you are dating people, they need to know the priorities in your life. And they are priority, but it's like 1A, 1B, 1C, 1D. You know what I mean? And Aziz will be in the one tier. So again, I think that, you know, if you believe that the, the, the guy in my life has a malicious intent, and maybe Aziz does. Maybe he's like, you know what, Jerry Wilson got married and, you know, I'm just going to F up her life. Um, but <laughs> that's still on me. It has nothing to do with Aziz. It's on me to even allow that to go down. That's it's my fact. responsibility to my man to make sure that mm-hmm. Aziz doesn't, you know, throw a monkey wrench in my relationship. That's on me. Not, oh, let's hate Aziz. Let's eliminate Aziz. It's really me not making decisions and, and putting Aziz in his place for being, trying to be a homewrecker. <laughs> Yeah, he might not even he he might not even be trying to be a homewrecker, you know what I'm saying? But the way I'm looking at it is like if if he's a friend according to our definitions of what we defined in the beginning of this conversation, he has your best interests in mind, you know what I'm saying? So he's gonna be mindful of that and he's not gonna call you three o'clock in the morning unless it's a legitimate reason. You know what I'm saying? He's not gonna call you just to chit-chat. You know what I'm saying? Like if, yeah, if, of course there's there's exceptions and sometimes that there, there, there might be a legitimate reason for that. You know what I'm saying? And if that situation did arise, then you know, that's where the communication and the transparency comes into place. And, you know what I'm saying? You have that con- that conversation with your husband, you know what I mean? But I also wanted to touch on something that LeVon said. He said, she said that uh, sometimes, you know, you get into a relationship and then you get rid of your, you get rid of your friends and stuff like that. And, and I believe that um, that happens sometimes because you really didn't value that friendship in the first place. Because if that's a friend that you actually valued, you know what I'm saying? That person is still going to be calling you. You're still going to be interacting with that person and you're going to be transparent about it. You know what I'm saying? Your partner's going to know about that. And 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 also, again, boundaries are going to be respected on, on how those conversations take place and when those conversations take place. I think it's a, a relationship of convenience when 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 it's just a complete 
uh, disregard until uh, the relationship is no longer. And now it's like back to regular. Like yeah, yeah. A lot of women like that. That um, every time they get into a relate, like we have a group, right? So every time they get into a relationship, we don't see them. We make plans to go out. They don't show up. We try to do a girls weekend. She say, oh, I don't feel well. I can't make it because something happened. But then she's at the, the person that she's in the relationship with house. But every time she's finished with that relationship, she's back. Oh, let's do a girls trip. Let's go here. Let's go there. Let's go to dinner. And then when we are saying, nah, we don't want to, she gets mad. Like, I think that's a reflection of boundaries as well. The type of people that are in your circle, you don't want those type of people in your circle. That's not actually your friend. Um, like Mahogany said, it's a relationship of convenience. They are your friend because they don't have a partner. And quote unquote friend, I guess is, is a good way to say it. I'm 25 years old. I have so many quote unquote friends. As soon as they jump into a relationship, it's like, okay, well, I guess we're Go not zero. going out. And then they're out of a relationship and it's like every Friday, Saturday, let's go somewhere. And it's like, well, no, I can't do that. And where were you when it was my birthday? You had somebody. Um, but I, I want to go back to uh, the question in the beginning. I think that for a lot of women my age, I don't know if there's a lot of women here my age, but I feel like a lot of women uh, my age, I don't... I don't think that it's always insecurity. Um, one thing I've learned a lot about is attachment style mm -hmm. and um, boundaries and the things that we were taught and the things that we've learned as children. Um, a lot of the time as children, you have um, this space to create boundaries and to become yourself. Obviously you're gonna continue to grow and, and continue to evolve, but there, in a way you're creating boundaries, you know, at, at, at the age of two, when you're saying this is mine, you're establishing your power. Um, and when things are disrupted in your life and you don't create those boundaries, then that kind of forms in the relationships that you have, um, which creates your attachment style. So I don't always think that it's um, insecurity when it comes to your partner, uh, your romantic partner, having friends of the opposite sex. I will also say at 25 years old, a lot of guys my age, they're not out here being transparent about having female friends that they may have slept with. They may have been friends with benefits. They're just not doing that. It comes up and then it's like, oh, now we're going to talk about this. It's here. It's on the table. Let's address it. There are a lot of guys that are 40 years old. They, they still want to have that conversation. It's a guy thing. It's a guy thing. So it's I'm gonna say like, I'm gonna say like this. So I, I can't. I'm not gonna speak for nobody else. Thing, girls, I'm gonna speak. For, I'm gonna speak girls, for girls, 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 women. It depends yeah. who you are. Thing. I'm gonna yeah. speak for Barry. If I can only speak very for... transparent male. You tend to run in a lot of females who aren't as transparent. Correct. Mm -hmm. That you're playing clue. Exactly. There's levels to it. And then if you run into women, women that are that that are very transparent, there's a lot of men that can't really deal with that level of transparency. So that's why yeah. you find the people that you find based on, like you said, surround yourself with the right people. If your transparency is a core value, don't forfeit it for nobody. 
Anytime somebody's yeah. not transparent, you got to reevaluate the relationship. But when we, I just want to address a clear understanding. When we're talking about insecurities, we're talking about the fact that both people are being transparent. And if somebody's lying to you, it's beyond a it's, it's beyond insecurity. Yes, they're lying to you. So then that's that's an abuse of power because you have the power by you having their trust, you having their faith, and you're abusing that power. That's a big difference. But we're talking about two people that know that this person's their friend. They're on up and up, and you're more worried about the friend than you are your own relationship. That's always insecurity. Yes. Because they're being transparent, they're doing their part. You can look in the mirror and say, I'm doing my part. That's all you can do. Wake up every day, look mm -hmm. in the mirror, say, I'm doing my part. Mm -hmm. You're waiting for somebody else to meet you in the middle by doing their part. I, I, I think what you just said is kind of, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's, that's kind of an epiphany because you said it's power. Mm -hmm. Because most, okay, I can't say most, I'm sorry. A lot of people want to enter a relationship and don't want to, and want to retain some level of power Definitely. or control. Oh yeah, and that's so, what that's what Lurk Jay saying on the side. She said the questions be. Oh, I don't know, know if you're a male or female. Sorry, I apologize about that. And you have a whole lot to say, so you should be on this panel. But I'm gonna read it. <laughs> the question becomes, <laughs> it's like it's a book. But the question becomes, do you, and we love the interaction, so it's not funny. But um, next time you should hop hop on over. But anyway, the question becomes, do you want to be right? right in control or do you want to be happy now that 10 times you can't be both trust people to do exactly what they're going to do and spend less time stressing about it 80 percent of the time we think ourselves into a negative space sometimes with nothing at all even happening to provoke that what that but we created these scenarios in our minds and, and we give them life and we give them power so i'm kind of like ab living right here so a lot of a lot of negative thoughts come from personal um bad habits and shicey past and all this other stuff but yeah, you have to be consistent and you have to know that there is, there'll be less room for doubt if you actually was consistent. So that's what she said in a nutshell. And she basically, or he said, your job, <laughs> if your home life is, is constantly has you late, early, leaving early, calling out and vice versa, neither will your partner. She said, you're, you're, sorry, I, I don't, your job won't have faith in your ability to do your job. Oh, sorry. Yeah, exactly. If you're inconsistent, then nobody's really going to believe you. So your track record means everything. In a right but i also Never think that i think what she's but i, I think to her to the point and stuff like that is that you also have to your motive in going to a relationship can't be about trying to trying to control somebody else and your motives can't be about trying to retain your level of power transparency Absolutely. you know failure to be transparent is an actual is a breach of trust and not only a breach of trust but it's a it's an act of i'm gonna say it's like almost like you're trying to no, abuse a person no because you're yeah, because you're trying to abuse that person with while retaining information. That's what what people that's what people do when they don't want to keep people in the in the dark is because they want to retain some level of power over them, yeah. um, to 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 deal with their own self insecurities about about what where they are as far as the relationship. Yeah. Um, I also think that you know it, it, transparency is almost it, at least on this journey that I've been on. What the way I used to look at transparency has less to do about just telling everybody about what it is. It's about just being free to be whoever I am be. Yeah. Stop worrying about like you know. I really, I really have started worrying about like at least for me, I was really concerned about my past as far as just being a, a divorced dad and what I went through in my divorce and how it all shook out and some of the stuff that came along with it. And I really felt like that was a detriment when really more the more I've really gotten into understanding what real transparency looks like, it's almost become a power. 
because once again, now guess what? I don't have to worry about that. I, I'm listen. <laughs> nobody can tell my story better than I can, and nobody can communicate for you know. I'm not going to give you an option to to think anything else other than what I've just said. This is what it is, and you can take that a lot. You know, take it or leave it however you want to. But guess what? I'm not going to spend a lot of energy and time trying to uh, trying to create a narrative or anything else. I'm going to create. I'm going to tell you what the narrative is, which is this is who I am. And I'm mm-hmm. empowered, and in, I'm empowered by that because guess what? If that's not your cake, your you know, if that's not your cup of tea, then guess what? You can keep it moving. Absolutely. But I'm not going to spend a lot of energy uh, trying to trying to make myself into anything else and validate my own values, trying to convince you to stay. Absolutely, absolutely. Transparency and vulnerability are superpowers. They are. But you know, sure. I think we were talking about people's insecurities. And a lot of times when people aren't being transparent themselves and they know they hide this stuff, that's when they start reacting to their own stuff and projecting it on you. Definitely. I mean, even when even when you're not as confident as the people around you, even when you don't feel as confident as your partner, even yeah. sometimes you look around and you're like, maybe he should be with this person, his friend over me because his friend is a better then he's she's better suited for him or he's better suited for her. you know like there's so much yeah, but I ain't gonna never look at myself like that sorry mm. <laughs> huh? nobody could be better suited for somebody with me. Yeah, I don't think that that thought ever that thought has crossed your mind before about somebody no. oh, who me or Aziz the one you know since he because like I, I agree with you I don't think I've ever thought that way like, how does somebody even think that way? Okay, but like, I, I want y'all, I want y'all, to, I want y'all to pause. Like, this is one thing we always talk. Like, we really have discussions with our builders, right? We always come in and we think, we think we know. So we say, I never thought that way. But I, we asked the question about what's a friend, and everybody paused and really had to think about it. And you've been living in friendships your whole life. Yeah. Why is that not something that just comes out? <laughs> All of us are mindful of where things come from. We're not mindful of where it's at. That's why we do the job we do, to bring the unconscious to your conscious. So then you can navigate through your relationships better. So yeah, you might have not never thought that, but you've been insecure no. before. And not everybody done impact why they was insecure. Why was I, I insecure at this particular time? All they know is they was insecure. So I'm not saying that that's yeah. the reason. Maybe you never, you never did think that. But no, I'm not saying that 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 just to dwell on that somebody else is better suited. Yeah, there may have been. Well, why? What about this person is is attracting? Why is he attracted to whatever it is? Now I've thought like that, but. But just to say, well, they're better than I am. No, I'm not. But that's not. That. But that's no, not what you're saying. Have... Wait, hold on, hold on, Aziz. Sure. But you're not saying that the person's better. You're just saying that the person is better suited. So it's not a slight at me. I've dated guys who had female friends, and they got along really well because the issue with the man was that he continued to be a friend with the, his friend, and he didn't continue to be a friend with me. So there was a part of, of, of him that he was that that the friend was able to explore with him and be with him that I, he wasn't allowing he wasn't allowing me to get in in that way. So that's why I used to sit back and think, you know what, like you should. Be, why don't you date your friend? Because she gets the best p- parts of you. You are truly who you are. You're not truly who you are with me. 
So that's when you say, it's not a slight at me. It's not me. I didn't do anything wrong. I, it wasn't because I was a a bad girlfriend or whatever the case may be. It was because he wasn't truly who he was going to be with me. So why not explore that with somebody that you could truly be who you're going to be? And that's what you see. I understand that. And I get that. But some people put themselves down. Like they totally put themselves down and, and, look at themselves and put their self-esteem down because of a situation like that when I don't think that that's what they should do. Yeah, but I was saying it more like what Jerry was saying, meaning there's time that you got, because we were talking about being transparent and vulnerable, right? So I was saying that in doing that, sometimes you got to evaluate the what's causing the, the, the issue, right? The discomfort. Oh, yeah, sure. I agree. Causing the discomfort. So in doing that, I said, maybe it may be the fact that this person is a better suited, like that may be the honesty that you come to. That may be the transparency you come to. That may be the vulnerability you need to come to. You need to really look in the mirror and say, listen, like Jerry said, you're not your best when you're with me. You're your best when you're with them. So at this particular time, I gotta be the friend Uh and not the partner and tell you, you deserve somebody different because you can be the best with this person. What did we say? It's to bring the best out the person. So to bring the best out of the person, you really got to be empathetic and look through their eyes at least five times a day. You do. But I think, but I think that's a tough one for a lot of people because that's, that, that means you would have to let let go of your selfishness about the situation and say, Uh you know, if I really, really want the best for this person. And that's why I go back to that whole friend thing. Because you have to define friendship as if you seriously want the best for that person, right? And and like you said, maybe I don't bring the best out of them in the romantic situation, but I but as a friend, we're we're phenomenal. We get along, but in a romantic sense, that just doesn't click. You have to also be able to say to that person, other person, that you know what, I don't bring the best out of you in this place. This is not something that you and I align with. We don't connect with. It doesn't. We're not growing the type of intimacy that we both desire and want to have. And so maybe we need to be honest and transparent about that. But I think once again, it goes back to wanting the best, not because once, at least for me, and I, and I'm, I'm, I'm growing out of this whole process is that I do want the best for my friends. And so not only do I want the best for my friends, but I also want the best for someone I would always, I would possibly be in a romantic relationship. And then being able to say to them, if I don't bring the best out of you in this space, then maybe it's not, this is not meant for us, but a, a, but a friendship is always still there. But a, but a romantic relationship, you don't, we don't, we don't, we don't connect there. But I don't want to lose this great friendship that I've had with you just because we couldn't build a capable romantic relationship because we we connect as friends we talk as friends we we get each other as friends but romantically we don't we don't connect and we don't vibe and and, and I think that's where the growth for me has been in this last couple of weeks is saying you know what if I if you are my friend they're my friend and I don't want to lose and just discount friends just simply because um, we were we had a situation in the past no, we had a situation in the past. We've decided that the best thing for us as we want the best thing for each other is, is to keep that friendship, but not explore this and, and maintain that boundary because that's what we said we were going to do. Not because we have to, because we want to, because we know that's the best thing for us. That's important. That's very important. Um, I was having a conversation with a friend today and we were talking about the, the girl code. And she said, what if there was a guy that liked me and me and him was getting to know each other and the guy met her and she liked that guy also. 
she said, what would you do? I was like, there's not, I would tell you that me and the guy is kicking it and we are friends and we getting to know each other. So she's, so she asked, well, if you and that guy didn't work out and you knew I liked that guy, would you allow me to date him? I was like, yeah, why not? He might be better for you. You might be better for him. It didn't work out for me and him. We don't, we wasn't married. We didn't have no kids together. So why not? I, I don't believe to a certain extent in that girl code thing, because that's my friend. If he's happy with her, but he wasn't happy with me, why not? Why don't she can have him? You know what I mean? And another friend of mine saying, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't say that. That's wrong. That's, 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 um, that's disrespecting the girl code. Not to me. It's not. I would say it has to do with the emotional relationship. Like if I was engaged to somebody, and I still had strong feelings and maybe it ended in a sour way. It might take like a year or two for me to really be comfortable with that. And, and as far as the friends, like I have transitioned back into friendship with some lovers, um, but I need time. And that's just my truth is I need time. It's I, it, I, cause I believe being a friend is being able to talk about anything mm -hmm. and it, trying to be friends with an ex and he wants to talk about his new girlfriend and it triggers me and it upsets me and it spirals me. And then I can't actually be present for that relationship. I can't, we can't actually be friends. We can be acquaintances as you guys, we can have activities, but when we can't talk about the real stuff, those aren't friends. So I know for me, I'm learning that friendship is a later down the road thing after kind of my heart's healed and the, and the new, you know, those feelings aren't so fresh. And even, even with my girlfriends, like, yeah, if I wasn't really that interested or we dated a couple of times and it was now me and my girlfriends do do that. But if I really like loved the person and we had a deep connected relationship, um, that would feel different to me. So yeah, I guess, I guess if crazy. you were married or whatever, then that's will be a different issue. But if you was just dating for a couple of months yeah. and it didn't yeah. work out, then yeah. Yeah. Well, I wanna, yeah. I wanna. Like if you didn't get totally emotionally attached, yeah. if you weren't in love with them, then, but if you were, then that's a little like. <laughs> yeah, but like, what's the purpose of dating though? Aren't you dating for the purpose of marriage? Like, I you know, know what I'm saying? Like, it don't work out. Why, why not give your friend to the guy or the guy to the girl? And it might work out for them. Yeah, but what I, what I, what I think, what I, what I think Drastic is trying to say is that there should be no limits to when it's okay. If you believe it's okay, it's okay. Whether you guys were engaged, married, divorced, you guys had a one night stand or you decided to have sex like 10 times. The point mm -hmm. is, is that you believe that if there's somebody else that's better suited and you want, and you're, and they're honest about it, then do your thing. So you either have that belief or you don't have the belief. You can't control. It's like, well, you can date this guy cause we only dated for six months, but this other guy we dated for 10 months and you can't date him because I actually liked him a little bit more. Like, how does that kind of work? You know what I mean? Like either you believe it or you don't believe it. <laughs> I think I you'll learn it if you ever get. Uh, I think I think I you'll think learn it. I'm sorry, go ahead, Manhattan. Uh, code, girl code, guy code is weird. <laughs> hell, and the reason I say that is the same reason I feel like there is, there's there's codes for everything. You know, you got an ethics code for every situation. Just like I don't believe that a relationship has the same rules across the board. The two mm -hmm. people come to an agreement on what their relationship is and how it's yep. 
move and what it stands on. And that should be the same thing when you're talking about amongst your your girls. Like mm-hmm. this code of F, this code, this girl code that supposedly takes over the whole world of women is ridiculous. I I do believe that way too. It's ridiculous because that means if I was dating him and you wanted to date him, I would be blocking your happiness. And how would, how could I call myself a friend? Because he could make you happy. He could go on and you guys get married and, and live a wonderful life. So why should I block that? But that's what Jerry was saying. Jerry was clearly saying, see, that was a key point you made right there. Why am I, if I'm truly your friend, why did I lose focus on blocking your happiness? So why does it matter based on your emotional state? Mm-hmm. Why is the girl cold? Why does it matter based on your emotional state? I'm going to say that again. Because I'm busy thinking about the what if. Why did if I didn't let him go, what if could I be as happy as she is? Definitely. Mm-hmm. But she just finished saying she don't want to block her friend's happiness. So the focus is you and your partner is not together anymore. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. The we're not we're not saying, okay, date your friend's man. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not saying that. But what we're saying is if that's your belief system, how do you pick and choose when to adjust it when it's convenient for you? Yeah. That's what we always say. That's manipulation. That's what we're saying. And we do it to we do it all the time. I've done it. We do it all the time. We're like, oh, I believe this. Like I used to tell my peoples all the time, yo, if homegirl don't want to get with me, do your thing. And then when he does his thing, I'm mad. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. And now he's messed up and I don't want to be his friend. And like, this is what I'm saying. The maturity is saying, this is my principles. Like if you're going to literally say, I can date him whether I was dating him for two days or two months or two years or we got married. If you're all about your friend's happiness, you have to put parameters in place. And that mm-hmm. goes back to the boundaries. And that goes back to what Mahogany was saying. It, your parameters, your friendships, and your partner is based on your agreement, two people's agreement. And your agreement shouldn't offset the rest of your relationships. That's the whole point. You got to factor in all the rest of your relationships when agreeing. So if you're now like, like I would tell my friends all the time, if I leave my girl in there, don't try to talk to my girl. But if my girl tries to talk to you, do your thing. You're my best friend because obviously I got to trust my girl over you. Like at that point, now I'm juggling and I got to trust the person I'm committed to over my friend. So if she tells me nothing happened, I have to trust her. But if you got proof something happened, now I have to make a decision. And you saved me. I hurt. I'm hurt in the beginning, but you saved me a long line of stress. So, like, I've been one of them people. I'd rather my friend than a stranger because I never find out from a stranger. Mm-hmm. But my friend, at least I know my wife is not the wife that I needed to be. Mm-hmm. So everybody has their set of principles, but it's about how you relay it, how you articulate it. But what's bigger is how you practice it when it's the toughest times to practice it. Well, in real time, we talk about real time all the time. Crazy, huh? Yeah. It's it's really like you know we when when we're thinking from a logical place and there's no and we're and we are in that same place things all sound good we could talk hypotheticals we can say you know if this was a situation then this is how I would react but it's really what you're doing in real time 
when you things are going down, your feelings, you you it, 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 it strikes a chord, you, you start to get all anxious and you feel it, how are you really handling that? And it's just being able to have things in place because it's not easy. I'm not saying that I'm not gonna, you know, it, it, it doesn't, you know, make me feel a way or I may not be shaking because I'm just so nervous, whatever the case may be, but at least I'm dealing with it in real time and making sure that whatever, however I'm dealing with it in real time, I can actually live with those decisions instead of, you know, spazzing out or making an emotional decision or being manipulative and then have to go back and say, well, I wasn't in the best state of mind, but really when I look at it, you wasn't the guy for me anyway, so you were better suited for anyway. You know what I mean? So it's really about making sure that the application is there. It all sounds good. We all know what to do, but are we doing it? Yeah, I think uh, my, uh, when I look at the principles that everybody's talking about, they're like, all right, we got, like, I think my principles might be a little different than uh, Jerry and Aziz's now that I think about it. Because everybody's talking about like this friend should stick around because this friend's been around for the longest time. But like if I'm dating, I'm dating for the purpose of marriage. And if I'm married, you know what I'm saying? The goal is for us to be best friends. Such best friends that we become one in unison, on one accord and everything. You know what I'm saying? This is the person that I'm sharing the majority of my day or, or my life with. You know what I'm saying? This person should become more of my best friend than my best friends. That doesn't mean that I eliminate my friends but they too, they do take a, a, a less of a position of priority, you know what I'm saying, to an extent. But that's that we have the same principles. That's my aim. Okay. Somebody that's my best friend. That's everything to me. That's why I said I gotta trust my my wife or my friend at that particular time because you're put in a position to see who's who you trust. And obviously your partner is going through life with you. You're yeah. drastic. If anything, though, I will say this is that your friend, your your real close friends will enhance that 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 principal relationship that you have because a good friend a, the good friends that you have in your relationship will will allow you to deepen that relationship because if you're not living by your principles towards that other individual they'll call you out that's the yeah, whole yeah. iron the whole that's iron shopping and iron type of relationship that you want to have that we that we're all talking about so i think the principles don't change i just think that you have to have people that enhance your relationship and like you know like as he says you know if i got to trust that she's going to do the right thing but I also think that the thing that, that that's been mentioned that I don't think we anybody has said is that some of us don't even really live by the principles that we actually espouse. We talk about them, but they're not really actively present in our own lives. Like the whole, you know, we say we live by a code, but then all of a sudden that code is only that only code is only as good as long as it serves my own support, serves my own selfish selfish wants. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit first. I'll admit the first one. I'll be the first one that says I've, I've lived by a certain standard as long as it met my requirements, not the other requirements. And so, in the moment that somebody else wants to apply that requirement, oh, whoa, 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 what you doing? What you doing? Oh, okay. Now it's only, it's only good enough for when I want to use it, not when it's actually actual accurate. I mean, you know, come on. I mean, Jackson, let's talk about it. how many of us have been in the faith based place and stuff like that, and people say, "Well, I love everybody, but only when it suits certain <laughs> things." Makes but, sense. I mean, that's it's the same stuff. And so if we're going to be real, if we're going to talk about this type of relationship and this type of level of relationship and maturity, we have to make sure that the principles that we, that we say we believe in are actually things that we live by and believe in 100% of the time, not when it's just convenient. Definitely. And that, that's, what, that's what we were saying. Anybody that, you know, like we always talk about core values. That's who a person is. Every time somebody says, you don't know who I am, you don't know. If I know your core values, I know what you're capable of. So we all want to be mysterious. I think that's the problem. We all, I know me more than, you know me, 
You know things oh, yeah. about you I don't know about myself. Like we always so quick though, yo, nobody could tell me who I am. There's a lot of people who told me who I was. And there's a lot of people through life, when I look back, they knew exactly who I was. And I didn't know who I was. So it's a love is a group journey doesn't just mean just when you're dealing with the people that you're dealing with. It's love is a group journey, meaning you're on this earth and there's people that know things about you that you don't know about yourself and you always have to be open to understand those things. That's the first thing you have to understand. I don't know everything about myself. So sometimes I have to understand it from another person's perspective and really see if it's valid. But what do we do? We shut down and say, you don't know me. I know me. But we, 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 know, we know each other. That's the whole point of, of friendship. That's the whole point of a partnership, to get to know each other. And if your partner's studying you and you're studying your partner, who you think knows each other more? Mm, good point. Because you're not studying yourself at that particular time. Nope. They're studying you, you're studying them. And that's a partnership. The study of each other and trusting that you'll get what you're going to get and return blindly. So I wake up every day looking to be the best person for you. You wake up every day looking to be the best person for me. I don't have to worry about me because you worried about me. All I have to worry about is you. So that's the clear understanding of it. So while you're doing all that, you're letting jealousy seep in. You're letting, you're worrying about outside people. I know the first time I've ever thought about girls at work or I ever thought about a friend of mine is when my, my spouse mentioned it or my partner mentioned it. I'm like, oh, could I date her? I never even thought about it because a friend was a friend. When I'm single, I could think about it. When I'm with a person, I don't have time to be thinking about it. Yeah, it's not even a thought. I, I got too many things that we're trying to accomplish together as a unit. Yeah. I may talk about how nice a person looks. I might talk about how good a person looks. I've been in positions where I had to bathe my female friends when they was injured. It wasn't. And I had to ask my partner to understand because <laughs> they didn't have nobody else there to support them. Understand that. And I've been around some mature women that had a clear understanding, like, yo, I understand what he's capable of and what he isn't, but at the same time, I know he's going to come and tell me. He can't, he can't hold water. <laughs> so I already know he's going to say what he has to say. Right. That's where the comfort comes in. Not that your partner is not going to cheat on you or not going to go through stuff or not going to... The fact that you know that they're going to give you choice. Yes, 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 yes. At all times. That's yep. what you want to understand. That's a partnership. That's a friendship. Exactly. I know exactly this person is going to always provide me choice. No matter what the experience of a human experience is, they're going to let me know what they're thinking. They're going to let me know what they want to do. And they're going to plan with me. They're going to make me a part of the planning process. So why are we trying to pull people from their things that make them feel great? Things that make them whole, things that give them purpose. I mean, to be quite vain. That's why. Well, yeah, and to be and some and to be quite honest, if we allow our emotions to make decisions for us, we we usually don't make the right decisions. I mean, let's take it back to Aziz and I. We dated when we were we were teenagers, but we said we started out as friends, and we said if we didn't work out, we would remain friends. Now, I mean, you could already know based on our personalities who was 
or when we broke up, who was ready to just start the friendship, right? It was Aziz. And I was in my feelings and I didn't want to initially. And he called me out on it and held me accountable and said, you know, this is what you said you was going you signed up for. How are you gonna renege now? And I had to power through it and I had to like figure it out and I had to put my feelings to, to the side to, to 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 work on what I said I truly wanted. And look where we are now. You yeah. know, so if I let my emotions dictate my actions, we wouldn't even be here. But because I, I, because because I, I, not only did it was I held accountable, but I, I, I actually did what I said I was going to do, and I'm not saying it was easy. We had moments of just, I mean, we were not on the same page. We, the times we were not even friends anymore. Like there was a whole bunch of stuff that happened in between. But I knew that if I was, if I continued to lead with my emotions, that we wouldn't be as solid as we could be as friends. And we could take it one step further. Like how many men are able to say? I was the one that was wounded in the situation. Yeah. Jerry was like still young and wanting to explore. And I was like, this is me. I found who I wanted to be with. Yeah. And I had to make a tough decision. Yeah. Because I knew that I can, I can, I can run after her my whole life, but she need to explore. I was already cool where I was. So mm. I had to make that tough decision. So I was the most wounded. So when I hear people say, Oh, well, you like, you know, Christine said it, obviously she was saying that, you know, you need your time. I'm like, I signed on for a friendship first. I don't want one. Yeah. So, but that's because you're not friends with your partners. If you that's not true. Partners, you're not letting friends. that go. You're We're not letting friends. that go. We practice, I, I noticed something, at, um, even in this group is, I really do practice transparency and I'm just telling you how I am. I'm not asking. Yeah, I for know. I know what you're saying. So like in this situation, um, we just, I mean, we just had to like, I had to block him and it's a really bad situation now because it, it, it wasn't ugly. It was very sweet, but, um, but then you blocked I'm, not going, I'm not going, no, I'm not going to heal from this, um, with, constant communication and him saying he loves me every day and I'm spending all this time together. We're not actually capable of friendship right now. And I just think that sometimes you have to be honest with that too. Like, I love that you guys powered through that. I don't know that there's enough there for us really to be friends after, you know, like, I think we did what we came to do and the it's timed out. I don't know that there's a lifelong friendship in there. Um, I definitely know that if I can't handle hearing about him dating, then I can't actually be his friend because he has to edit himself. And if he, he, he said the same thing, he doesn't, he said he's not really sure how he'd feel about that, but he's, he's sure it would hurt. I, I will so, say, I'm sorry, go, go ahead, ahead. Christine. Yeah, I will say so, this, I, I think it, it, you know, everybody's, if you sign up for be a friend and I think everybody's had their share of heartbreaks and I, and I, we can all test that. I'm, the when you started talking, I thought about the situation I had where I, I, I changed my whole career in the military to go be with someone on the West coast. That's a hard thing to do to, you know, especially to make your whole change your whole career. And I think within a couple of weeks we got, we broke up and it hurt. It really hurt. I mean, cause I had changed my whole life to just follow this person and everything else. And I started realizing that, you know, when she came back into my life and we started really being friends, I'm so excited about seeing her and her beautiful son that she has and hearing about the process, I'm excited more about our relationship now than I was about the, the romantic relationship. Yeah. Because I, I really realized that we were friends mm -hmm. and that she has been a f consistent friend, regardless of whether I've gone through or not, but she's been a friend. 
And when you find true friends, you don't want to let them go. And yes, it is tough to power through, but the ultimate understanding is that I want to see you happy. Mm-hmm. And if seeing you have, if, if, if I can't make you happy, I have to let go of my selfish desire that I was the only one that can do that. And say, so, you know what, I w- whatever it takes to see you happy. That's what I want. That's what I, that's my biggest desire. Even in going into a romantic situation, if this doesn't, if I can't, if I can't bring the level of happiness and bring the best out of you in this situation, I'd rather you see you with someone else that makes mm-hmm. that brings that level out of you than other. And that's just something that I've had to grow through. Yeah. Uh, and I agree. Like I'll get there. I've had, I've had friends that I've dated that were really good friends now because we both, we crossed that off the list. We have a good thing, but it does actually take me a minute. Like, and I have to take that minute. If I don't take that minute, then yeah, absolutely. My emotions will get a hold. They'll, they'll run the show. And I know that about myself. So um, and he probably knows that too, right? Because he observed me all this time. So it's just more, it's more for me about just being honest with yourself. You can have principles all day. You can do all this. And I believe in what you guys are doing. I do. And I also believe I have to bring who I am with me. I have to know that I'm not capable right now because I'm raw, I'm wounded. And I do want him to be happy. And that's also one of the reasons why I have to exit, give us our space and maybe in the future, we might want a friendship. But today, we just ended a romantic relationship. We were only romantic relationship. We weren't friends for years That's or anything. What I was right? saying. That's what I was saying. The friendship, the romantic relationship wasn't bridged through friendship. That's all I was saying. Yeah. yeah. It was truly bridged through friendship. You would, you would need the time. You would feel the time. But at the same time, you would, you would know the friendship is there. Right? Yeah. That's all I was saying. I wasn't saying that. Like, cause I'm not friends with all my exes, you know what I mean? Like, so I got to understand cause, but the reality was if we're being real with ourselves, we weren't friends. Yeah. We didn't go in okay. that relationship friends first. But we when didn't I go. decided to now practice that, I've been friends with everybody after that though, because right. I was friends first and I wouldn't really make a honor a commitment or make it a commitment until we could actually be friends. And so I mm-hmm. felt comfortable talking about friend stuff. I can talk to them. We out. I can bring them out with my male friends. I'm the guy whose girlfriend is always with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, come on, she's coming too. We had a bad day. Why your girl got always be here? Because it's my friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. I don't hide That's nothing. Awesome. She don't hide nothing. I still can go out and dance and flirt and do all the things I'm doing. She still can go out and dance and have a good time. And then we understand because it's a it's a clear understanding that we want to be in a relationship. Now we have to. Right. So if there was somebody better, we would be there. But we know that this is the best person suited for us. So we're not mm-hmm. looking. We still can have a good time. We still can know that, okay, I'm pushing 40. I still got to look good. You know what I mean? I still got to get my ego stroke. I still, you know, we still understand that about one another. You know, she wants to hear she's beautiful from other people. We mm-hmm. still understand that. But at the end of the day, that's where maturity comes. You living through your principles. And your emotions are dictated by your principles. We're all emotional creatures. It's just becoming emotionally intelligent is when your emotions are dictated by your principles. When when you can, <laughs> when you're not super activated, raw. And oh don't no, that's definitely. I mean, I understand you know what you're at 100. Like, yeah. what you're doing right now is what you have to do. Like, that's what you have to do for your process at this point. But we would just yeah. hope going forward, you'll build the friendship first. Yeah. Into well, the romantic partnership. 
Yeah. And I have done that actually. And my, I, I was best friends with this guy. We dated for six months. It was a total disaster. Cause we just realized we fumbled that way. We are so back to best friends there. We checked it off the list and we are so, we're both so grateful. We came back to each other in that way. So I, I, I think, believe in that, but I don't think that's in every situation. I, I think the debate is out. And I, and I heard, cause I saw it today on, 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 on some Facebook, Facebook posts about, should you be building friendships into a romantic relationships? And everybody's got there. And I don't want to steal the discussion, but I also think that's a, that's a, that's, that's something that probably, we all need to decide how we do that because once again, I think a lot of times we, the reason why we can't recover those friendships is because we were never friends in the first place. And so guess what? When the romantic relationship dies, there was nothing there enough for us to, to even maintain anything because we didn't really have the desire to really care about that person. We just only cared about whether they fit us in a romantic sense, not if they fit our lives. And I think that's, oh, a different, that's a different, that's a different perspective to have because you're not looking for just romance. I'm looking for someone that can fit my life, that can, can bring something to my life. And if I'm thinking that way, regardless of whether it's romantic or friendship, that, that helps me, that helps determine, cause you know, you add to my life. And so guess what? I don't, just because we couldn't be romantic, I don't want to lose you. Cause you, you know, mahogany, listen, you know, we just didn't, we didn't love it up and that's just not what we want to do, but guess what? <laughs> you know what? Don't matter. I need you still my you still my you still my you still my homie, and I, I need you there. I need to be able to pick up the phone and call you and say what's up. But that's that's I think that's that's the a level of maturity that we're all trying to get to. Definitely, Jerry. Jerry, it's around that time. Yes. So as you know, <laughs> this was another great discussion. No, but seriously, this was everyone was was was, was super active, um, present, and just raw. And it, we really had a good discussion. So again, if you didn't already share, share, um, because I do think that a lot of people learn for a lot of the things that everyone said on the panel today. Um, just if you haven't already checked out our. Um, website at lovesagroupjourney.com where we have services because sometimes you know like I said like we like Aziz and I say all the time it's it's we really don't know how to deal with things in real time all the time and sometimes we need help navigating in that space so if yeah. you need support or you know someone who needs support they could check out our relationship services on our on our um website lovesagroupjourney.com and we can help you navigate through that space because it's really important to one continue to connect with people B, make sure that you're connecting in real time. You may need a breather, we get that, but you still need, your, your goal should always be connect and make sure that you wanna connect. So thanks for the people on the panelists and the people that Mahogany, again, I don't know if it's a male or female, so female. I'll be doing she some- It's a female, Jerry. It's a female? Okay. She said it, my bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but thanks for the, the participation on the, on the chat, um, you was really on it today. Um, we do appreciate that. We hope to see you back. We're gonna look for your 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 social media handle so that we can send you a link so you can jump on on, on under your own username name. Um, that's all I have, and you know, thanks again for everyone who participated, and we'll see you next Monday. Definitely. Enjoy. Thank you. Have a and good thanks, Ajanique, for coming back for for coming to the panel. You was on the side for a while, so yeah. welcome. To having the welcome. Curve. Yeah. <laughs> all right, bye, guys. All right, good night, everybody. Good night.